Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Couture, author of Instead of Medicating and Punishing, Healing the Causes of Our Children's Acting Out Behavior by Parenting and Educating the Way Nature Intended. Welcome to the free and joyful childhood radio show number nine. On this show, we discuss attachment parenting, unschooling, children's rights, natural family living, and social justice issues. Today's show, we have a very special guest, my 17-year-old son, Bryson R.R. Couture. Hi, Bryson. Hi, Mom. <laughs> um, Bryson has agreed to be interviewed today on on how it how it is to be an unschooler, the experience of being an unschooler. Um, so, Bryson, you started a business when you were twelve. Mm-hmm. You have started a gaming club. You started a gaming club that you ran for three years, like your business. You've booked yourself on the radio. You've spoken at two conferences. You've recorded a CD, you've performed live, you've done all kinds of different types of community service and children's rights work, you've written an entire book manuscript, you now make and sell chain mail. Could you have done all this if you were in school? Absolutely not. I could have done I couldn't have done even a fraction of that if I were in school. Why is that? Can you tell us why why that is? Well, because school takes up all your time. And not just while you're there, but also uh, when you come home and there's uh, homework that you have to do. And then there's just, I don't know, the extracurricular activities, if you do that. Um, And I don't know if you live in a family where you have to do sports or I don't know, whatever. But school and school-like activities just take up way too much time, and then the rest of your time is eating and sleeping. So it's it's kind of like that you're not able to even live your life while you're in school. It's almost like putting your life on hold for, you know, 13 or so years. Has that been your experience of un, how, how you understand it? Uh, uh, for public school, yes. For being an unschooler, you're living your life now. Yeah. And why is that important to you? Because uh, I want to actually live my life. I don't want to be walking around like a zombie. <laughs> and, and, and unfortunately, a lot of the public school children that I know are, are walking around kind of like that, kind of like zombies. Because um, there's no joy in, in that lifestyle, no, no joy at all. And the, the highlight is seeing to your friends, uh, seeing your friends and talking to your friends. If that's the only highlight, I mean... There's got to be more than that. I agree with you. I, I really do. You know, um, 
child developmental research and, more importantly, just common sense observation has established for many, many years and probably for millennia that children learn through playing. And that's the case with, um, you know, mammals of all types. And, you know, we can see that, you know, from the smallest mammals to the biggest and even um, other animals that aren't mammals like birds and reptiles. Mm-hmm. Is is that the case for you that you learn by playing? Absolutely. I mean, I, I learn best when I'm playing with my bionicle, um, playing D&D, because th- this stuff, uh, singing, because uh, this stuff leads to things that could be construed as academic. Now, um, have you found that when you're, you know, outside being active and you're doing things, um, you know, inside with your friends, when you're when you're, you're just doing what maybe school people would see as playing, are you learning or is there no learning going on? Absolutely, there's learning going on. I mean, there's there's just even the things that you can't really define, um, just. Um, I, I don't know, just working your body as you climb a tree. There's just sort of this, in, I want to say the word intuition. You gain this intuition and this oneness with the world that you're in. Um, wow, that, that's, that's deep. I, I don't think, Bryson, when I was in public school from kindergarten on that I ever felt oneness with anything in school uh, other than when I heard the bell ring and I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. That's because public school is uh, meant to make you feel a separateness to the world. You're meant to be a, a drone. You're meant to be just another just another person. You're, you're so right. It's absolutely true. You're supposed to be docile and a face in the crowd. Now your friends play as well. You and your friends. Does this deepen your friendships? Um, do you do do public school kids play? Does that does it? You know, what, what do you notice as the contrast there? Um, well, in public school, from what I've seen, uh, the best interactions you have with other kids are either seeing them while in that prison-like environment or texting on a phone. And when I'm with my friends, we're interacting so so on such a higher level than that. The the conversations we have are just awesome. So, do you and your friends play? Because I've I've taken photographs over the years of just amazing amounts of of different types of play. So, I guess that's kind of a silly question. Of course, you guys play, but um, is, is does that deepen your friendships as opposed to just standing there on a street corner texting? Yeah, it definitely deepens our friendships. You become much closer to your friends when you can actually do something that enriches both of you or you know, however many friends are there at the time. So you've been on a D&D kick lately with your friends. So you've been able to uh, tell me a little bit about how you've been able to pull in some of your friends uh, into that and some of your friends help you get into it. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, I, I think I started getting I think. Um, my friend Jamie introduced Dungeons and Dragons to me uh, first, and then I kind of started to get into it, but then I kind of left it alone. But I accrued knowledge over a, over a few years, um, and so then when he finally decided to start a Dungeons and Dragons group, um, I 
and I uh, became a part of that, I just met other kids, and I, because now I'm on that D&D kick, um, I'm talking about it all the time, and so I'm realizing that so many of my other friends are actually into it. It's awesome. And has this helped you academically? And, and I'm using that word in quotes. Absolutely. Yes, it has helped me, quote-unquote, academically, because the, w- when you're rolling the dice, there's the uh, probability, that, that's math right there, um, writing out the charts for your characters, um, that, that involves a lot of work, um, and then also drawing out the worlds and maps and, of course, the dungeons. Yeah, I mean, I've observed it to be incredibly um, detailed and academic, lots of math, uh, history, language arts. Um, you mentioned school is a prison. Um you know, I mean, you've heard me talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's ironic that a 17-year-old child knows it, but somehow public school teachers don't know it. Um, tell me a, a little bit why, you know, you understand that Maslow had said that if the basic um, physiological needs and the basic social needs aren't met, that higher-level tasks such as learning and self-actualization can't happen. Why is meeting basic needs um having connections with family and friends, why is that and play and physical activity so important to learning? Because that's the basis. I mean, you can't be focusing on some learning some subject when, when you're hungry or when you need to go to the bathroom, starting with the very fundamental needs, or you can't be learning some random subject when when uh you're not being stimulated in uh, socially in the, in the right way i mean it, public school is a very poor environment for socialization despite what people say what about physical activity is can you learn well when you're no. sitting in a chair no no you can't i mean the uh physical activity i get uh with some of my friends, I mean, I have this one friend who runs a uh, potluck uh, every now and then, and it, the whole time we are running around, and if you can't do that, then your mind, your brain literally isn't in the right place to learn. Um, you've always been a hands-on learner, an extremely inventive, explorer-type learner. You've never been a textbook uh, kind of kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yet you are so intelligent and creative, even though you don't go about learning the way schools would deem appropriate or deem actual education. Does academic, and I put that in quotes, education, and that's in quotes too, destroy learning in your opinion? Is there some kind of magic law? Yeah, because before you adopted me, and I unfortunately was in public school, I mean, there's nothing fun about learning. There's nothing, like you said, magical. There's all the wonders taken out of it, whereas it, with you unschooling me, I mean everything, even tasks that I don't like, such as math, have become just so bright and, and so fun. 
amazing how, how I've watched you blossom as a learner from from when you were you first turned eleven, and especially with writing. Absolutely, I mean, the, you know, you didn't want to write literally a sentence, and now you you just I can't stop you from writing now. Now that you know it turned on for you when you were about fourteen and a half, because you know, well, what do you say? Why why do you think that was? And we got to keep an eye on the time here. Mhm. Yeah. Um, Why did that turn on for you? Because all those years, I mean, obviously there was de- developmental stuff uh, going on up in my head. But as far as what I could explain at the time, the way I described it is, when I didn't want to write, it was because I didn't understand the essence or the purpose or the art behind writing. It was just another task, and that's largely what the public school ingrained into me. But then writing turned into something that, uh, a way for expression. Okay, I see we have a caller here. Um, let me see if um, there's a way that I can get the caller. Hello, can you hear me? Hi. Hi, yes, yeah, I hi. can hear you're you. you're on the air. Um, we only have a, a minute. Um, could you ask your question? Yeah, um, I'm unschooling my child. She's nine years old, and I agree with everything your son and you have had to say in regards to public school. Um, the only thing I am concerned about is the socialization because she's not getting a lot of it now that I'm unschooling. And I've tried everything from trying to open groups and blogs and things like that, and it's just really hard. And I was wondering what kind of advice or, or how your son would feel, you know, not necessarily having as many or any other friends outside of family members. Well, when he when we first began, you know, um unschooling, he he really didn't have any friends. He had we he he had had a short stint in a child-centered private school when I adopted him and he met um you know one friend there that he is still in contact with. He had a couple kids there, but they the friendships didn't really pan out. Um but Bryson, why don't you ask answer that? How did what were the big ways that you met your your uh friends as an unschooling? Um, I I, I did start a group, but I also joined other um, other homeschool groups, and I met a lot of kids that way. And then when I started uh, my club, then that I could sort of bring in those friends along with others that would uh, join. We also went um, literally everywhere we could. We went to every event we could for unschooling or home. And um, and I would always get people's phone numbers, and I would set up play dates. Um, thank you so much for calling in. Um, we have to move on. Um, uh, Bryson, any you. closing remarks? You wrote a recent editorial about how frustrating it was that states have oversight of homeschoolers. Do you think that they need to have o- oversight over homeschoolers? Absolutely not. I mean, it, it, just today I found it was completely exhausting to have to satisfy the state who don't even know me personally with a math lesson. Thank you for joining us today on the Free and Joyful Childhood radio show. Bryson, thank you so much for joining me. It was really fun. Great. Again, that was my son Bryson, age 17. Please visit LaurieACouture.com to read my blog and to learn a little bit about my supportive... Thank you very much. This is your host, Laurie A. Couture. Peace and love. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.